Welcome to the Innovation and Compliance Podcast, part of the Compliance Podcast Network. Join us every week as we talk with industry innovators who are making compliance to help business run more efficiently and at the end of the day, more profitably. Here's your host, Tom Fox. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox back for another episode. And today I have with me Gene Geiger. Gene is with A-Line and we're going to talk about compliance management, the platforms that A-Line has. We're probably going to geek out a little bit. So I hope you enjoyed Gene with that incredibly long-winded introduction. First of all, welcome and thank you so much for taking the time to visit with me today. For sure, Tom. Happy to be here. Look forward to talking about this topic. So, uh, Gene, could you tell our audience a little bit about your professional background? For sure. I've been in compliance for 20 plus years now. I I really like it. One of the things that's a little bit unique in my background is I have been on both sides of the table. I started my career with one of the big four accounting firms and really enjoyed professional services, but actually wanted to go do the things that I was auditing. I spent 10 years in industry, actually implementing the policies, setting up the controls, But I'm really passionate about helping our clients. So then my business partner and I, we went to school at FSU about 20 years ago, and we started this company together. And I've really enjoyed being able to help our clients go through the compliance process. It's really uh, daunting for folks that have never gone through an audit before, and I love helping them out. Well, and if I could take it a step further, I love helping people in the compliance profession do compliance more effectively and more efficiently because I maintain that effective compliance equates to better, more efficient business process and at the end of the day makes you more profitable. And from what I've seen, A-Line and what you guys are putting out in the marketplace certainly seems like not only are making compliance more effective, but you're making business processes around that more efficient. So I was wondering if I could ask you a little bit about ASEND, if I pronounce that right, A-Line's proprietary compliance management platform. One of the things that Scott and I both saw in the market, call it three to five years ago, is a need to pivot away from people only and really have people processes and technology. So we started on this journey, I guess about four years ago, to really drive technology into the professional services space. I really think that the compliance space, compliance industry in general has been behind the technology curve in most other business processes. And we as an industry have just been throwing people at the problem And we really haven't been leveraging technology. And the compliance management platform, Ascend, is really meant to help our clients with technology and not just people. I mean, Tom, people are never going to go away in the compliance equation. People still have to have the credentials. They have to have the knowledge and experience to look at things like password parameters and you know, firewall rule settings and evaluating of and interviewing of people and their competencies to be in the compliance space. But what we've been missing is driving automation and driving workflow and driving efficiency through technology. And that's really what Ascend is meant to do. It's meant to complement the people in the audit workflow to make the job as efficient and as automated as possible. So, Gene, I will take a little bit of responsibility for the late adoption of technology because I'm a lawyer by professional training, and that's pretty antithetical to what we were taught in law school. But also many of my listeners are anti-bribery, anti-corruption compliance 
professionals that really have a lot of lawyer types. You guys are in cybersecurity largely, but what really struck me about not only the tools you have, but really your philosophy is I think it expands out to multiple types of compliance. So as I would say, have your people talk to my people, but that my people would include anti-property, anti-corruption professionals, anti-money laundering professionals, export controls, sanction professionals. So I really see a lot of application to what you guys have in the marketplace going forward. And if I could use that to perhaps really get to the thing I wanted to ask you is, what did the innovation and development of Ascend look like from your perspective? When we looked at this, and again, Tom, we are just as guilty. We audit technology, but we still worked in spreadsheets and Microsoft Outlook emails. <laughs> we were also the dinosaur in the room. And we looked across compliance standards. And primarily, we work on cybersecurity standards, uh, the SOC 2 and PCI for credit card and HIPAA and for healthcare. But the application or the need for technology crosses multiple compliance standards, even those that you mentioned as well, because the platform that we built out of the box is built for about eight compliance standards in the cybersecurity space. But we really looked at at the custom objects module that we have. One of our sales individuals called me up a few weeks ago and said, hey, I have a client that wants to use Ascend for their some additional healthcare standard around pharmaceuticals. And they asked, can Ascend do that? And they said, I assume the answer is no. And the answer is absolutely yes. We built a custom object module to where our clients can put in their internal audit standards they want to audit against. They can put in their OSHA requirements they want to monitor themselves against. They can put in their bank regulatory standards they want to audit themselves against. Because Ascend is a workflow tool to drive efficiency. It's not an audit tool just for cybersecurity. So, Gene, as you know, the title of this podcast is Innovation and Compliance. So I get to talk to a lot of people who have innovated. And one of the ways is really exactly what you described that you and Scott did, which is you looked at the market and you found either a market need or a market hole or a market niche and moved to fill that market need with a commercial product that has really driven, I think, both innovation and development of compliance tools forward. And so with that, I was wondering, sort of what capabilities did you guys build into Ascend to offer to your clients? We looked at Ascend, we really wanted to transform the compliance landscape. And that will allow clients to transform their business. Audits are once a year events, just as many of the other audits or regulatory standards you just mentioned. The evaluation of compliance happens one time a year. But what Our clients need and what the industry needed really was an ongoing compliance management platform so that clients can really look at their environments at points in time throughout the year and not just one time a year. So one of the things that we really did was looking at the environment we were creating. There's a lot of technology that's out there that tries to address this. And one of the issues I believe they have is the technology and the platforms that they're built on. You know, we went with a truly SaaS-based model. We're in Google's cloud platform. We're sitting on Kubernetes, which allows us to scale. We're in Go programming language, which allows us to really drive innovation through the platform. So it's multiple things, Tom. It's the workflow. It's the platform we're built on. And it's the approach that Scott and I have taken to facilitate a manual process 
and drive it into an automated, efficient workflow. So what would you say makes this technology you guys have developed unique? First is the breadth of standards. If you look out in the marketplace for compliance management platforms and solutions similar to Ascend, I can always tell where the founder started, which audit standards they're most familiar with. The thing about Ascend is it's built by Align professionals, and we're one of a handful of companies in the U.S., and I believe the world for that matter, that can audit against all of the standards that we can. So, for example, if you're pursuing a SOC 2 audit, you might have 150 requests to complete to fulfill that audit. And then you want to do an ISO standard, and that's another 100, 125, or you want to do FISMA, which is 350. Well, if you're going through a platform that focuses on just one of those standards and you need to add the others, then you're exponentially increasing your work. And one of the really unique things about Ascend, through our automation of the request list, we're able to deduplicate all of those requests. And you know, as your listeners know, Tom, is if you're looking at a standard that's focused on password parameters or physical security, most of the standards out there have some variation of that request. You would use the same piece of evidence to meet those requirements. And what Ascend has been able to do, and we call it the brains of the application, it looks across those pre-built request lists and it deduplicates. And in some situations, it'll reduce our client's workload by 50% to prepare for these audits. And that's really huge when our clients are tacking on compliance on top of their already full day job. So let me go back to a point you raised a little bit earlier, and that's ongoing monitoring. In my world, in anti-corruption, anti-bribery world, the Department of Justice had two major releases of information on June 1 and July 2. And one of the key themes was moving away from what you described as the annual audit to ongoing monitoring with the very logical theory that it's great to look at something at one point in time, but that's all you're doing if you audit annually. And it's really the ongoing monitoring that allows you, one, to see if you have a problem, but two, to take that information that you garner in your ongoing monitoring and continually improve your compliance program. Is that a message that resonates with your client base? It's huge. And whenever I would go to an audit closing meeting, the members of management there would many times ask me, okay, we've passed the audit. This has been great. We have a report. What's the most important thing you want us to think about as we move forward? And I would always share, don't forget what you did to get this report. Because as soon as everyone pats themselves on the proverbial back and moves on, they forget about the quarterly controls. They forget that they have to do a vulnerability scan every quarter for PCI, and they have to do a pen test and firewall reviews and personnel reviews. And then when we show up for the audit 12 months later, they can't travel back in time and conduct those activities so they have an adverse audit. What we've built into Ascend is the ability for them to not only set those tasks, but then to assign them to individuals with reminders and a dashboard so that management can, throughout the year, take a look at the application, look at the dashboard, and say, okay, our vulnerability scan is due. Now it's past due. Now I need to call up Tom or Gene and get them going so that vulnerability scan or that user review has been conducted timely. So absolutely, we want to be there for our clients throughout the year, 
to be able to use the features like setting reminders, like assigning to users, like the dashboard, so that they can sleep at night and know that they're going to be ready for not only the audit. I mean, the audit itself is a point in time. What responsible managers and executives really want is to know they can go to sleep at night and feel like they are in compliance. And we really are wanting to provide that benefit to them through this platform. In preparing for this podcast and reviewing uh, your company's website, it's seen that Ascend's capabilities to integrate compliance into one powerful platform was a key theme. Would that be a fair assessment? It is. And there's a couple of things. It's our baby, so of course I think it's going to look beautiful, but it really is powerful. The number of standards that we span within the platform, the dashboard reporting, I remember I was hiking out west with Chief Information Security Officer, who's a good friend of mine, that he's got millions of records that he's responsible for. He said, Gene, I need a dashboard. I need somewhere I can look. I need a management review so I understand what's going on. The audit to me is just a task I have to complete. But what I really need is visibility. I need you to build me a dashboard so that I can really monitor what's going on because I do care about these things. And that is powerful to me. And then the roadmap that we have, you talked about the listeners on the podcast and we can geek out if we want to get into some detail. But if you're familiar with application development and roadmap development, we have 12, 18, 24 month roadmap that this is not a set it and forget it. The power in this application is for the users to integrate the features into their processes today and then be able to leverage what we're going to be building for them in the future. So I really do believe it's a powerful platform for our compliance professionals. Gene, one of the experiences I've had kind of throughout the COVID-19 coronavirus crisis, even starting back in March and certainly now here in July, has been that this health crisis and even the economic dislocation has really accelerated trends that were certainly in place. And it strikes me that Ascend can actually help a company at this point in time, and certainly coming out of COVID-19, by giving this ongoing monitoring and allowing the review of data almost on a continuous basis that allows a company to make quicker pivots when we're in the sort of situation we're in now. Would that also be a fair assessment? You know, Tom, I've always said I'd rather be lucky than good. And we launched our upgraded application right at the end of April. We did a complete rewrite. And it was right as we moved into the pandemic that we're facing. And it has been monumental for us. We went to the standards writing bodies that required our auditors to be on site. And because of our positions with them, we were able to talk with them and come up with some rules of engagement for what we were allowed to do remotely. And then we didn't have to say, okay, now what? What are we going to use? What tool are we going to use? What workflow are we going to use? It was already in place. We move to an audit anywhere, anytime. Our client side, they were able to assign out the evidence. They were able to assign users to gather that evidence. So they didn't have to be in-person meetings. They had the dashboard at their hand, so they didn't have to have a weekly conference room-based meeting to find out how the audit was going. They were able to communicate within the platform. But for our auditors, we're a company of about 350 people and probably close to 300 of them are remote auditors internationally as well. We were able to continue to review evidence, 
communicate with our Bulgaria staff, with our remote U.S.-based staff. And we, Tom, we didn't miss a beat. And it really enabled us to continue to help our clients meet their deadlines because at the end of the day, our clients' obligations to complete these audits didn't go away just because we had a pandemic. Our responsibility as a professional services firm didn't go away just because we had a pandemic. But the beautiful thing about it was we had a tool that facilitated 100% remote work, both for our clients and for our team. You know, that really leads into another area I wanted to explore with you. I was really struck by you going and talking to the regulators, certainly on your behalf or A-Line's behalf, but also on your client's behalf. And I was wondering if you could say a few words about what I see is really an iterative process that A-Line uses with its clients, with its customer base to get feedback on how the tool works to help the customer achieve compliance. That seems to me to be a key theme of what you guys do. It is. As I share with our service delivery team, we're building this tool for them. And I also share it with our clients that we're not building a sin in a vacuum. This tool is built for our clients. And we solicit that feedback in multiple ways. We have an advisory board that we meet not only to solicit feedback from the tool that they're using, but also to share the roadmap with them to ensure it's going to drive value. We send out client surveys. Again, how did the tool work for your existing audit? But If we rolled this feature out, how would you be able to use that? And then within the application, we have two mechanisms actually built into the tool. The first is our customer support platform, which we use Zendesk to solicit support tickets and prioritize those. But we also have enhancement requests where the client can or the auditor can suggest enhancements. And then we have a voting system where the users of the application are then allowed to vote on them. And we are then able to be build an application for compliance management that really meets the needs of the users because we're not in a vacuum. We are taking feedback from the users to build this application. So I don't want to use any cliche terms like the future is now or things like that, but it really strikes me and I, because I wanted to ask you about that veiled land of the future, but it seems to me that you guys are really, if not already at the future, certainly at the cutting edge of it. But looking down the road with these trends that we have both seen that are accelerating in the era of coronavirus, what do you see the future of strategic compliance looking like from your perspective? Now, this is the fun part of the conversation. I love to build things, and then once they get going, I love to hand them off to others so I go build something else. This, to me, is the fun stuff. And there's a lot of fun things that are going to be moving in the compliance space. I think benchmarking is one of them. The compliance professionals need data to make decisions. They can't do everything that they want to do, so they need to understand the risk. So we want to benchmark across industries. How are you doing against your peers? What types of audit standards are your peer industries doing? Which actual requirements within the standards cause your peers issues so that you know where to focus your efforts? Talking about cliche, AI is a term that's really thrown around out there, but I do believe we're going to be moving towards more AI-based evidence review and evidence collection. It doesn't make sense to me 
to have an individual read every single word in a policy to find the exact words they're looking for. There are algorithms out there that can read documents. It's already happening in the law space with the review of contracts and seeing what terms are listed in the contracts. We as compliance professionals need to be moving towards that. And then being able to guide the auditor based on the confidence level to where the auditor should be focused. And then we're going to be really looking at data-driven metrics. We've talked already about point-in-time audits and sampling. That's how we audit today. We are going to be moving towards looking at data as a whole and looking how changes in the data, changes in the environment could potentially impact your compliance. We're not throwing red flags, oh, you have an issue. We're throwing yellow flags saying, hey, whenever we see this in other environments, it leads to a breakdown in compliance and security. So make sure you're not going down a slippery slope. Tom, those are some of the places I think that compliance professionals are going to be talking and focusing on in the years to come. Well, Gene, unfortunately, we are near the end of our time, but I was wondering if our listeners wanted any more information on A-Line or Ascend, where could they go to find out? All of that is on our website with links to all of our social media feeds as well. So align, A-L-I-G-N.com. Well, Gene, this has been a fascinating exploration of an area, obviously starting in cybersecurity, but I really see a lot of much broader applications. So I hope perhaps I can call upon you in the future to continue the conversation. For sure, Tom. Look forward to it. If you're a compliance professional looking for a convenient and effective way to fulfill your continuing education requirements, go to fcpacompliancereport.com slash courses and choose from four hour-long training packages that will keep you current. That's fcpacompliancereport.com slash courses.